Good morning. This is Christine DiGiacomo, and today's morning briefing is called Jesus in Gethsemane. Misunderstood by the men he loves the most, Jesus finishes the Passover dinner with them and then departs the upper room and begins the quiet march toward his arrest. Tonight, Jesus returns once more to the Mount of Olives and stops in the garden that we hold so dear, the Garden of Gethsemane. We watch as Jesus prays to his Father about the agony that is soon to come upon him. You can read about it in Luke chapter 22, verses 39 through 46. Think for a moment what it must have been like. From our perspective, 2,000 plus years later, we can see the buildup on that night, and we know what is to come. My heart is actually racing as I write, filled to overflowing, considering the thoughts and feelings Jesus must have been experiencing. The disciples are with him, forewarned about the urgency of that evening, knowing Judas is somewhere putting his plot into motion. Jesus turns and looks at the group and asks them to watch and pray, to wait for him. Then, walking a little way off, Jesus, Son of God, enters into the most desperate prayer of his lifetime. How he loves the disciples, but they just do not get it. Jesus knows he is in this alone. In fact, as he looks over his shoulder, Jesus sees that they could not watch him pray with him. Instead, they are asleep. Our Lord no doubt feels anguish that his best friends could not stay awake and pray. But they have just had the Passover meal, which includes four cups of wine, and it has already been a, a very long day. All of this Jesus knows. He prays that if it is possible, the cup would pass from him. But in short order, Jesus will go to the cross. What are we to take from that garden where our Lord prays, crying out to the Father? First, every time the Bible records people crying out to God, that is throughout the Old Testament, God hears their prayers, and he comes and answers. Friends, when we cry out to God in prayer, he hears us, too. The Garden of Gethsemane is still there, at the foot of the Mount of Olives in Jerusalem, right next to the Church of All Nations. There are a few olive trees within a fenced area that date back over 2,000 years, which serve as silent witnesses to that night so long ago. Oh, if only those trees could speak! Now, some thoughts of application to ponder. We know from the Gospel narratives that Jesus regularly retreated to pray and be alone with his Father. So on the night of his greatest trial, it was natural that Jesus would pray. Hmm, 
It should be just as natural for us to reach for him in times of trouble. He sought the Father's will and accepted the Father's will. Jesus stands as our example. While he has not asked you and me to watch and pray in the garden with him, Jesus has set a course for us to take. We can do what he has asked us to do. We can be ready to respond to his leading. And then, with his help, we can remain faithful. I think of what the writer to the Hebrews wrote. Let us lay aside every weight and sin which so easily ensnares us. And let us run with endurance the race that is set before us, looking unto Jesus, the author and finisher of our faith, who for the joy that was set before him endured the cross. I challenge you, get alone with your Father this week, just before Holy Week, and seek his will for your life. You might even seek out a park-like setting and sit in his presence in the quiet. Bask in his love. Thank him for his good gifts to you. These gifts from the garden. If you'd like to look at the references or print it out, forward it to someone else, you can go to pastorwoman.com. Click on Powerful Bible Teaching, Morning Briefings, and again the title of this one is Jesus in Gethsemane.